0: Hard working every day, not a lazy mom got no time to play. Always on the go. You stuck on the flow, but it's time for the show. Not for lazy moms. We want it all, we do it all. Y'all know that's the model, so that's why I think today's episode title is like perfect for what we're all about: the art of balancing. What is balance? One of my friends actually said that balance is accepting that you're always redefining. What balance means. (laughs) (laughs) So do you ever notice that life changes happen the same way seasons change? One minute everything is flowing perfectly, then bam, something occurs and it shifts your flow and you have to start all over. So today in the studio is our amazing co-host, Miss Allie. Hello, hello. What's up? So we don't have any taglines this year. (laughs) We gotta come up with something fun.
1: Something. (laughs) Maybe people submit what they think they should be?
0: Yes. Can y'all give us some taglines? I need one. Allie needs one. Chris, Chris, what's your, what's up? What's, what's yours? up? What's up? <laughs> nah, nah, season one. We need, we need something different for season two. Where's Hank when we need him? Keeping it true, <laughs> keeping it true from the booth or whatever. We yeah. Need <laughs> but yes, I had a major shift in our flow. Um, you know, after we started doing uh, the reality show. That was a huge shift. It of was a course. huge change. And I mean, I was nonstop running myself completely dry and uh, to the point where even Chris had to step in and say, hold up, you don't want to been preaching balance to me for years when I was that's playing right. football and coaching. And now he's like, I've never seen you like this. Like I was just all over the place. It was so much that needed to be checked and put into place that. It took so much more energy to get the flow started. You know what I mean? Yes.
1: And don't you feel like when you have so much on your plate, you're doing everything poorly because you're trying to get everything done? Yeah. You're not doing anything really
0: well. Right. It's like it's like something is it's like strings are just hanging all over the place. Like it's just a mess. And it's really hard because in my mind. I'm approaching the situation and I'm basically saying, okay. in order for me to set up a nice flow and a nice rhythm, it's going to require me to basically work overtime. Mm -hmm. And I don't know any other way around that. It's like you have to lay the foundation, even with starting Not For Lazy Moms. No one could do that for me. That was something that I had to get the groundwork going. I had the vision. Now that the vision is moving and people truly understand what Not For Lazy Moms is all about, now I can kind of take a step back and things are just flowing like they should. But it took years to get to that point. Some people may not know this, but I actually started Not For Lazy Moms when Christopher was a year and a half. So this wow. has been, and, and he's six now. Uh-huh. So that's how long I've been slowly but surely putting all of the pieces to the puzzle together. And even back then, I didn't realize what it could be. It was just a Natural Remedies blog on Facebook that turned into this whole full-out website, podcast, podcast. Now we have books in the works. We have an app in the works, uh, online store coming soon. We have partnerships with diff- different, different, um, you know, products for babies and, and, and it's growing into something that I didn't anticipate, but I knew it was possible. And I knew that I had to do the legwork in the, in the beginning. Hustle, order, hustle, hustle. Yeah, right. It's mm-hmm. like, it's about the hustle. So, and just like with you, Chris, with, with training for football, like mm-hmm.
2: it's, it's definitely a process, you know, it's so much that goes into it that people don't understand. Uh, a lot of people just kind of look at the finished product.
0: Right. And then they
2: want to, you know, judge or, you know, people want this out of you or that, but they don't realize, you know, all of the hard labor and hard work that was put into it. You know, it's not an overnight process. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. And just to avoid like sounding repetitive, because we've done other podcasts where we talk about balance in some aspect, but I want to look at it from the perspective of, of this. Balance in the approach to it. It's almost like you're accepting that, the changes that are going on are actually signaling growth. It's like when you go through these moments of extreme busyness and you're doing all of the hard work, the next step is going to be growth. Mm -hmm. You know, everything starts to change. That's one thing about life is nothing ever stays the same. We can have a moment where... Things are flowing perfectly, like before we had Chase. You know, we had we had it down packed with two. You kids. You had your routine, yeah. Before yes. We had the
2: first two kids. We had it down packed. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> party that was the best. all night. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: don't get up till six p.m. and then we do it again. <laughs> oh, I had a whole routine. You know, I took Mondays off and Tuesdays off, and then Wednesday partied all night. Wednesday through Friday nights, I was at some club. Really? And then wow. Saturdays, I didn't go anywhere because I wanted to get up for church on Sunday. And then I would go out Sunday night.
2: <laughs> she, she had the perfect job doing appraisal. So she would do all of her work early in the month and then take yeah. the rest off. So Wow. Yeah. And I was in off season that. and... I just partied all day, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And during the season, didn't party all day, but we would celebrate after the game was over. But yeah, a lot of people don't know I used to be a real estate appraiser. So yeah, I was making bank and I was young and I was like living my best life. And I would literally work the first week of the month and the last week of the month. Why? Because that's when you need the appraiser when you're about to go to closing, whether it's closing on the house or, or refinancing. So most times they needed the appraisal. Either the beginning, so they can close, or at the very end, so they can close. And then you just had that middle... What? Those two weeks in the middle, me and Chris were traveling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And we traveled a lot as well, too. We didn't have kids in school, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was easy. We would roll over and just be like, all right, let's go down to Virginia Beach. (laughs) Yes, those
1: impromptu trips. Oh, yeah, you can't do that anymore. I miss it.
0: I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but I, I know one thing that I had to learn was to not be so overwhelmed and try to find that place where I had the middle ground, even in the midst of all of the chaos, even with the kids when they're yelling and screaming, I have to find my funny moment in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like even last night when I was putting the kids to bed, they were so tired that they were just screaming. I mean, they were acting a complete fool. I'm looking at Christopher and Milani like what is going on? <laughs> I mean, they, but I knew they were tired so I just kept laughing and then that pissed them off even more. <laughs> but it was so funny to me because I'm like, I could easily get so frustrated and just like snap. But I chose to just laugh. I was just like, y'all are hilarious right now. Y'all are going to wake up tomorrow morning and y'all are going to laugh at this too. Like y'all look crazy. <laughs> I was like, what are you crying for? And Christopher's like, Oh, you told me that I was, um, he was doing some math on the top of his head. I was like, well, Christopher, you're just memorizing the answer. Like, if you know what 24 plus 24 is, and he's like, oh, that's 48. I said, so what's 23 plus 23? I don't know that one. I'm like, cause you're memorizing. I'm not memorizing. (laughs) He started going berserk on me and I just started cracking up laughing. Then he's mad and he's like, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? And I'm like, because you sound crazy. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you're, you're cracking me up right now. And then he's, Crying and I'm like, why are you crying? Because you're laughing. I said, but I was laughing because you're memorizing. I'm not memorizing. It's just (laughs) just a complete circle. circle. But yeah, so it takes moments like that when most parents, it's like easy to just be like, you know what? I'm through. You know, they're both screaming one end to the other. And it's bedtime. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. I've been typing up podcast prep all day (laughs) and doing hair and all of that. And then I was just like, you know what? Let me just laugh and put them to bed. And they're going to be knocked out in like two seconds. Yeah. You know, honestly, first off, bedtime
1: is just, is it just like rough for everybody? I feel like we all just power through it. I know for me personally, especially if my husband's out for the night and I have the baby and the toddler, I'm like, instead of looking at at it from a big picture perspective where I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna get these two to bed without like chugging a bottle of wine while I'm doing it? Uh, So instead, someone taught me to look at it step by step, like, all right, get past the first step, you know, have your son take a shower. Okay. Check that off. Then it's time to read books. Okay. Check that off. And, and kind of looking at it step by step. All right, we're almost there. Now I'm tucking him in. It goes by so much. It keeps me sane, honestly, you know? Okay. Now I have to, you know, put the baby to bed. So if you look at it step by step, it helps you instead of being Overwhelmed with
0: like what you have to do, yeah. And it's like in the glass of wine is at the end of the rainbow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to Seriously. say, that. not
2: during the process, but after, yes, everything of course. Is done. Oh,
0: yes, I'm not chugging
1: wine as I'm putting my kids and, to bed. And you're a great <laughs> mom,
2: too. I would forget the book stage. I'm like, all right, I'm trying to hurry up and get them to sleep. I'm not reading tonight. I can't, I can.
1: he won't let me. Like, oh, really? how do you get past it? It's ingrained in them to oh, get that book yeah. Read. Wow. Oh Yeah, wow, well, goodness. that's good. He's used, a nice routine,
2: yeah. I used to do storytelling with him and, and let them tell the story,
1: yeah. We, so fun. we do books and stories
2: mm-hmm. I mean we have
0: a whole like hour long to do routine it's kind of a problem but wow you know. right, right but you know yeah. it's good though because do you ever notice that at bedtime if you it's like a small window if they don't go to sleep by that certain time then all of this energy just comes back out of nowhere and that's when they get frustrated and yes, they start they're overtired yeah. yes it's like they're powering on it's like no just chill out but if you get them in bed before that moment They're perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, they literally are happy about going to sleep. And it's like, yes, let's get our pajamas on. I let them pick out their pajamas. Whatever makes them feel independent in their routine, I try to do that. And that actually leads me to my next point, which is one thing that I've learned over the years of being a mom that truly helps me. Prepping the night before. That literally will make the difference of a morning going perfectly well and, and being on time, especially if you have somewhere to go versus a morning where the kids are like you're pushing them out the door because they're late and, you know, everybody's going crazy. And if I prep the night before, I literally will lay their clothes out. I lay them at the foot of their bed, the entire complete outfit. And Christopher big enough now where he wakes up and he can just put his clothes on because they're already there. So that's one less thing we have to do. Milani, she's just learned how to get herself dressed. So she's doing the same thing, um, even to the point of knowing what they're going to have for lunch, whether they're buying lunch or, or if they're packing lunch, having the fruit. Uh, pre-cut as a snack, having their water bottles already filled up and sitting in the refrigerator as much as you can possibly do the night before. If you have to get up in the morning and be out, I know I'm very particular. So I know if I have to get up and go somewhere, I will literally lay out my makeup on a counter in order in which I put it on my face. Oh,
1: that's smart. You know, that's a great point is I feel like I'm always prepping for my kid, but never for me. Oh, no. You know? I have to my so clothes that's, too. A great,
0: that's a great piece of advice. Yeah, I, pre- I prep my clothes. Um, if Like, for instance, today, we're in the studio. We have the baby. So laying out his clothes the night before, having his washcloth right there with the new diaper. Everything is literally there. So all I have to do is just pick him up, lay him on the changing table, and get him ready. Um what else? Even with the car, we make sure that the car seats are in whatever car we're taking. The diaper bag is packed, the ready, ready to bag go. Is packed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So as much as is physically possible, do it the night before. And you know what else is a bonus about this? I have the kids help me. And yeah. they enjoy it. They love it. Too. Yeah, they yeah. love it. They love feeling like little adults. Yes. And this is like, I mean, this is like, forget killing two birds with one stone. This is like killing 10 birds. Because now the kids are getting their energy out. They're spending time with you. They're feeling independent because they're being your little helpers. And you're doing all of this while prepping them for bed. Mm-hmm. So now if you know bedtime is at 8 o'clock and you want them to actually sleep at 8 all right, let's start this routine at seven, get a bath, lotion them down, make it fun where they don't feel like we're rushing mm-hmm. and they don't feel like we're sitting them on a back burner. Cause we're actually getting things done while we're spending time with them.
1: Honestly. I mean, you just hit a great point too about rushing. I feel like if ever, whenever I rush Sam into a nap or bedtime, like that's when it doesn't happen because they can feel that you're stressed as well. Right. So I think prepping and take in that way you have time to take your time.
0: Yes. I hate rushing. And sometimes I do feel like I'm literally, non-stop from the moment my feet hit the floor mm-hmm. in the morning up until I lay down and hit my pillow at night I know and I, I hate that feeling and and I had that for so long especially the past few years um I just I, I wasn't happy with my day to day I was feeling like I was progressing and I was getting things done. But I wasn't happy with my flow. I literally felt like I was just running in circles the entire time. And that's not fun. And no. exhausted
2: at the end of the day all yeah. the time. You know?
0: and, and that affects your marriage, too. Oh, I mean, yes. Matt
1: and I talked about it. We, we were like, we need to pause because... We keep passing each other because we're so stressed and rushed and feel like we have to do all of these different things to get it done in one day that we don't even stop. Like when he would kiss me or hug me hello, I wasn't even like embracing or appreciating. I was kind of it was checking routine. it off. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah. That,
2: that's one thing that, you know, sometimes when me and Monique will call <laughs> each other out, you know, it could be like two months of just basically, you know, putting in work for the kids or putting in work for your job or whatever it may be. And then we just had to stop and say, "Listen, like we're great parents. We're doing an excellent job, but mm-hmm. where are we at? Mm-hmm. You know." And she's, you know, you know, confronted me with that, and I've confronted her as well, because you know, it's times that I get frustrated. It's like, all right, I need to be intimate with you. Yeah. I need to know how your day is going. You know, I don't want to see you just. Doing everything for everybody else and I'm sitting here, you know, left hanging and vice versa. Yeah, you know? I, I
1: remember I like rubbed Matt's neck the other day and he was like, Oh my gosh, the human touch. Oh, ah! no, and I'm
2: like, Okay, no, no, that no, happened too.
0: No, oh my it's God. crazy
2: because it's like Monique <laughs> came up and like kissed me and hugged me. And I was like, Yes. Like, thank God. Yeah. Like literally I was craving it, but you know, and and I'm saying it, but She's, you know, so busy with all of the different things in the works and the kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can be overwhelming. you know. Yeah. But And
0: can you, Chris, I would love for you to clarify some things because I mm-hmm. was on social media and uh, a few people actually tweeted me saying that they feel as though you don't want me to work at all. You just want me to have babies.
2: <laughs> that that, that <laughs> is so crazy. Like at the end of the day, you know, um, we talked about six before we got married and then, you know, I didn't have any six, kids. Oh. Six what? Six kids. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know, now that we have three kids, I was pushing for four, but like right now, I'm struggling day to day. My back is hurting. So you know, it's it's not that I don't want money. Because he carried the baby. Yeah, 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 exactly. I carried the NFL. Chris, I'm sorry. I carried carried the NFL. I carried the football. You did. You did. No, no, but at the end of the day, it's nothing like I just want her to be in the house and have babies. Um, You know, I want to stop at three now. I changed my mind from four. Yes. I want Monique to achieve and do whatever oh, she yeah. wants you're to most, do. Oh yeah, you're
0: the most—I mean, wait. you're incredibly supportive. So, so wait, you want to no stop? Du- so does that mean you're going to get snipped?
2: No, definitely not getting snipped. No. <laughs>
0: Why?
2: I'll have to pray on that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus going to have to come down and tell me to oh, do it. Oh, Lord. All
0: right, Lord, tell but,
2: no, no, but
0: Send a I, sign. I don't want people
2: to think that. But, you know, Monique, I push her in everything that she mm-hmm. does. I'm very you supportive. Do. You know, I'm proud of her. You know, so many different things in the works. And it's really helping people. So, you know, I'm definitely behind her 110%. It's not that I just want her to, you know, I like the process of making babies. And I want us to do that a whole lot more. But <laughs> at the end of the day, no, it's not that I just want her barefoot pregnant in the kitchen. No.
0: Yeah. No, I think at the end of the day, it's just about practicing patience with your spouse. Um, that's one good point that Chris actually brought up before when we were talking. And he said, you know what? Sometimes it takes the other person to just be patient during that process. And that's a hard thing to be. You know, I remember. Excuse me. I remember being in that same position. Um When Chris was coaching at the University of Alabama and I barely was seeing him, me and Christopher were just like, hey, (laughs) you know, sometimes we wouldn't see him for a few days because he would leave before we woke up. And then by the time he got home, we were both asleep. Mm -hmm. So um, I had to be patient throughout that process. And then it gave me a chance to kind of figure out what I wanted to do with myself, you know. So sometimes we get so caught up in being, especially for stay at home moms and full time moms, we get so caught up in making sure the house is okay. making sure the kids are okay, making sure that the husband or or partner is okay. And we rarely focus on us and, and actually put forth the effort to make some of the things happen that we really want to happen. Most stay at home moms that I know are really entrepreneurs and they have vision. They have different things that they want to accomplish. But the kids come first, which is great. But it's nice to be able to put away some time to focus on some of the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So just finding those moments. And I know recently, one of my moments is when Chase wakes up for his bottle around 6, 630 in the morning. And it's, it's nice because he'll wake up. I'll make the bottle. I'll give it to him. And then he goes back to sleep. So that's about... 20 minutes after it's all said and done. So what I do is while he's drinking his bottle, I'm, um, I'm on my phone checking my emails because a lot of times I don't get to check the emails because I'm so busy during the day. And it's nice because I can like literally catch up on social media. I can do some posting. I can check my emails or respond to emails and I'm not bothering anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have Chris looking at me like, put that phone down. <laughs> and then the kids aren't looking at me like, mommy, pay attention to me. Put the phone down, you know. So it's like those are the times where I could really like start jotting down some things that I have on my mind. I-, I love using notes on my phone because I'll literally come up with different ideas for Not For Lazy Moms. And I'll just jot down a bunch of notes. And I know Allie and my brother Kevin probably think I'm crazy when I'm texting them at like six in the morning. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm like- up, Trust me. <laughs> right. I know you're up. Yeah. But Kevin's probably like, um, it's 3 a.m. I just got in from the club. He's pretty- <laughs> definitely on like do not disturb on that group text i'm right. sure <laughs> but yeah but those are the times where i'm brainstorming and 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 i like it because it's not bothering anybody else and i'm up anyway so rather than complain about having my sleep interrupted. I'm like, okay, let me make this productive for me as well as for the baby. Mm-hmm. And it's been pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say before my three-year-old was waking me at five in the morning, ready to start the day, I was waking <laughs> myself up at 530. And while he was sleeping and while my husband was working out, I would have coffee by myself. And it was glorious. And I would do the same thing. I would check my email or I'd catch up on my DVR. Like It was just yes. 45 minutes of me time that uh, really helped me start the day. Now what I do for me is um, my, son, my three-year-old is at daycare. My baby's home right now. When he goes down for his first nap, I go to our treadmill and I just run. I run. And to me, that's like how I Stay alert throughout the day. That's my me time. So I totally agree. Finding in order to balance, you need to make time for you, whatever that looks like.
0: Yeah. And just even turning negatives into positives. You know, so just like we said, uninterrupted sleep. Yeah, that's a negative. It sucks. But it's an opportunity to get some things done that I didn't have time for the day before. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't interrupt anybody or the flow. Yeah. One thing about my kids, they love the fact that we have established office hours at our home. So oh. yeah, so when people are like, "Oh, um, you know, like, when like first of all, I can't stand when people who are full time moms or stay at home moms get told by other people, you don't do anything.
2: That's a hard job. <laughs> they, they, they've obviously never been in that position.
0: Oh my god, it's so annoying because at the end of the day, you're taking what could be a nine to five and you're making it a twenty four seven. You know, it's nonstop. And if you don't create office hours for yourself, you will run yourself ragged. And that's coming from a person who's been there. I've been there. Right. And
1: I feel like that's circling back to what you said about not doing anything well because you don't you're not prioritizing. You're not making a schedule for yourself.
0: Yes. Yes. And then it's nice for the kids because it establishes a routine for them. When they're in school, that's when we're able to get things done, whether Chris keeps the baby and then I have to go do press or I have to, you know, run errands or what have you or vice versa. He has to go be with his kids and coach and I'm at home with with Chase and then I'm still getting things done like on a computer. Um, What's nice about it is that once our other two come home from school, they don't know about what went on during the day. They just know. I haven't seen you all day and Mm -hmm. I want to spend time. Mommy and
2: daddy time. Absolutely.
1: I 100%. I mean, think of how much laundry you guys know. Like, Uh, uh, laundry is never ending. So what I try to do is do a little every day throughout the week. That way on the weekends, I'm not even worrying about it. Exactly. I'm just
0: focusing on my family. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I do laundry on Sundays. And, and obviously with a baby, it's like oh, every other gosh, day, yeah. if not every day. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like his clothes are so little, it's easy. But um, but yeah, it does take a lot of time. And then sometimes, you know, the laundry just sits in the basket, mm-hmm. which I hate. Oh, my God, I can't. See, I so no do you fold immediately? Oh, oh, yeah, I have no, no, I have no
1: problem. My husband yeah. does. He folds immediately where I'm like, eh, I can sit there for a week. Oh, <laughs> oh Yeah, I just God. pull it out
2: wrinkled <laughs> exactly. and throw it on. My, yeah. my body will straighten it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I'm that chick that won't wash the towels unless I have time to fold them right away. Yeah, like, that is such, wow. I'm so, like, it has to be folded and put it away. The clothes that need to be ironed need to be ironed. Thank God I've learned how to delegate late, uh, lately because some things I just don't have the time for. And I have, that's another thing about balance. Figuring out what is necessary for you to do and what you can delegate to others. Mm-hmm. That was such a hard thing for me because I'm such a control freak. So I was able to hire a, a young woman who comes every Monday and she folds the clothes. She doesn't wash them. I don't like anybody washing my clothes. I wash my clothes myself. So I have everything washed Sunday night and everything's ready. And then she comes in and folds and irons and it's been life Changing. That's so nice. You, you know it's what's like crazy? changing Ye- for me.
2: Years ago, I caught myself trying to help Monique out. So I did some laundry and folded it up. <laughs> and she went back and refolded everything. Oh, everything. Tore it apart, refolded I was like, What is this? <laughs> I said, I will never do laundry again. Yeah. And he hasn't. That's <laughs>
0: like <laughs> whenever I used to. Of my time. Exactly. <laughs> and in <then> mine
1: too.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like you and my husband are so similar because, like, I'm not allowed to load the dishwasher anymore because I tried it See, once. You to do the
2: dishes now. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I yep. know. Yeah, I've been banned from that because I don't know. Banned the from that. Yeah. That's I'm like not fine. Hard, It's just loading it. Well, apparently it's like Tetris, and you have to do it a certain way. So that I'm like, is
2: you know, well, supposed to. That yeah. is true. I agree with that. Well,
1: I put yes. like one plate in, and I run the dishwasher. I'm like, it's full.
0: <laughs> That's funny. But yeah. So another thing we've implemented is saving our weekends as family time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me so too. So let me just break one thing down. The most important thing to me when it comes about when it comes to like my time and prioritizing things, God family, work. So everything I do is all about scheduling time so that I can make use of my time for my family. You know, I gotta work on my God time. I have not been to church as consistently as usual, but I do pray all the time. <laughs> so me and God have a good relationship. I just need to get my butt in the church and make time for that, which I know I need to work on. But um, when it comes to my kids, so everything else that comes after that, reality show, press, Not For Lazy Moms business, all of those things, podcasts, that all has to be fit into my schedule after the family time
2: well let's back up a little bit at one time when monique first got involved with all of that she kind of in my opinion got overwhelmed and i told monique you can't do every single interview for everybody oh yeah you know because there was a lot of times i'm like i'm sitting there and i'm bored to death and i'm waiting on her to like interact with me and i'm like monique like you can't just do all of these little different outlets and finally, basically, in a nutshell, you you have to be able to say no. Yes, and, and, oh, yes. and she's great about saying no. You know, being strategically picking out now. which ones that she wants. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, the ones that she wants to do that she thinks is important. And, you know, you have to fall back from some of the other ones or you will get consumed and overwhelmed and you're neglecting the other aspects of your life.
1: Oh, definitely. And I think it's so important to have a partner who calls you out and says that and puts you in check. Because how often do we just say yes to everything and feel the need to do everything where not only is it good to say no, but I feel like it's good to like it's okay to cancel. If you want to cancel, do it.
2: Who cares? And and, and that used to be me when I first um, was drafted into the NFL. I felt obligated to do everything for everybody, this charity event, that charity mm-hmm. event. When I Even when I went home to Mobile, Alabama, I felt like I had to run around and see all of my friends' parents or all of my friends. And then, you know, before long, I'm looking up and I'm leaving and I haven't even enjoyed myself. Right. So I learned years ago, tell people, no, you have to have your time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Or you'll be unhappy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you're absolutely right. You'll run yourself dry and you'll be completely exhausted as Mm -hmm. I was. I mean, to the point where like hair is falling out, face breaking out, just completely tired. And I'm like, what the heck? My brother, my, my brother, my husband is right. Like at the end of the day, I really need to make sure that I'm being the best me. I can't just keep spreading myself thin like this. And yeah, it just got to a point where I'm like, it's easy. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> like, seriously. It's like liberating
1: to say no, you know? It I mean, just, seriously,
2: you yes. have to keep your own sanity. Yeah. I, mean, I used to be that guy. I can't do it anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah, and a lot of times people will ask me to do things on Saturdays, and I'm just like, no, I can't. I'm not available on Saturdays. Yep, you know, family time. It's family time. And, and to the point where my son, excuse me, my son, he is hilarious. So Christopher... He does not like to see babysitters on Saturday. (laughs) Like he does not. He knows when Saturday comes. What day is it? Saturday. Oh, yes. It's family time. He and my daughter love Saturdays and Sundays because they know those are the days of the week that they don't have school and they're home with mommy and daddy. Mm -hmm. Now, every now and then we might have something to do or somewhere to go. So we'll have a sitter come in. One day, Christopher told one of my sitters, why are you here? (laughs) And she said, oh, I'm watching you because your parents have to go. He said, yeah, but it's Saturday. I don't like anybody else here on Saturdays, just family time. Wow. And he actually said that and I died. (laughs) I was like, wow. (laughs) So I didn't realize how much he looked forward to it until that happened. So I try my best to keep myself, um, you know, open on the weekends for my kids. And I try to knock out whatever I need to do between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. And that all depends on what Chris has going on. So we we literally, we have a family app where we can a- upload our schedule. And it's the best thing ever because we're literally able to look at our calendar. I don't have to ask him. I'm just like, okay, he's busy that day. Let me figure out another time. And if you have to wait two weeks to to meet with me, then oh well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shared not... calendar, that's smart. Oh yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Um, But yeah, I'm just like, look, if it takes two or three weeks for us to get together, then, I mean, that's all I can offer you. But I will say, once I put you on my calendar, <laughs> don't let me forget to put it on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in. But yeah, yeah once I put it on in. my
0: calendar, I'm locking you in. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to flow in that
1: way. I had, a, uh, I had a friend, a really close friend. She sat me down one time and was like, you know, I feel like I'm only seeing you once a month. And I'm like, well, you are. But <laughs> when you see me, it's, you know, you have my undivided attention. We'll have our night, our girls night out. And she was like, yeah, but I feel like I should be seeing you more. And I'm like, no. no. I, I have a I have a family. They're, they're my you. priority now. I'm right. sorry, but like life, as you said in the beginning, life changes yes. and my priorities have changed. It's not girls' nights out anymore. No. It's making time for my family. And hey, if I can have that one night mama's night out, well, yes. I will take
0: it. Yes. It, look, if we can get it in once a month that's amazing. for a girls' night, <laughs> that is that's like super amazing. You no,
2: know, it's crazy. I just went to a golf tournament and saw one of my old <laughs> teammates and he was like, being smart. He was like, So what your wife let you out? Will she run you now? She gave you a hall pass today. And I was like, Look, I'm a family man. You can say what you want and say it is what it is. That's top priority for yeah. me. Not running the streets anymore. Exactly.
1: You know? yes. Exactly.
0: Yes. It's it's just crazy. But I just feel like prioritizing things definitely has made a major um impact on life in general. And uh, and just recognizing what's important. So uh some of the things that may be on your list, like I said, family. For me, I love to get a massage. Mm. I love a good massage. I will sit on that table for two hours. If a massage therapist can massage me for three hours, I'll do it. But <laughs> those two hours are not only what I need because my body is aching. You know, your body goes through things after you have a baby. But it's my time to just, like, turn my phone off. I literally zone out. I don't want to hear nothing about nobody I don't. Excuse me. I don't want to hear any. I keep belching because I just ate a burger. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> it's so real greedy. talk right there, though. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, I don't want to hear nothing about no baby, no kid, no husband, no business, Not no phone me? call. Not why I want a massage table. <laughs> Listen, I don't even want her talking to me.
2: That's <laughs> I the just worst. Wanna, uh, yeah, that's the worst. And when then you, get you a,
1: feel pressure to like ask how they're doing, and you know, yeah. Oh no, yeah. I
0: just ignore yeah. and go to sleep. <laughs> like seriously, but no, we have a really good massage therapist um, who comes to the house, and she's she's, she's so she's so amazing because I'll start out having conversation, and she has a good judgment of when to talk and when not to like, she's really good about just making sure you're relaxed. And if I ask her something, she'll respond, but then it's like silence, you know? So it's just nice that I can lay on that table, totally zone out, which let me tell you, I had to teach myself how to do that. There were times where I used to get on a massage table and my mind would be racing. I had to literally force myself to stop thinking and just really Tune into my body and enjoy this massage and feel this release of stress. I had to like teach myself, like you know how they hold your leg up and they're massaging like your calf and they're holding it up. There was times where I'm holding my leg up for the person. I'm
1: like, right. wait, what's the what? point of this? Right. Yeah,
0: right. I need to relax. You are not unplugged.
1: Well, yes. I still,
2: my legs are so big. I still have to help them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man look Chris body it takes two hours just gonna to do say. one side <laughs> of him
2: you, you, that's a great point what you said earlier though like you had to teach yourself you have to coach yourself because I remember for years especially when me and Monique first started dating and like back in the day I couldn't fall asleep mm-hmm. right away I would be in the bed for like two hours tossing and turning at least 45 minutes and I'm thinking about things I'm worried about this and worried about yes. that now when I hit the bed 10, 15 minutes, I'm out. Yeah. So it's perfect now, but I had to train myself to kind of like, you know, de-stress myself and kind of just be free and relax and let myself go. Yeah. But for years, I would be in the bed tossing and turning. Uh,
0: He would be so jealous of me because as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm like out.
2: Snoring. And I'm pissed off. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm flipping through channels and I'm, you know, counting sheep and I'm all over the place. What channels you flipping through? <laughs> ESPN, Nic- Nickelodeon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm just trying to like get to the- go to sleep, but I'm so stressed out and worried about everything, but. I had to balance myself and coach myself into how to relax and go to sleep.
1: Well, how often do we talk about our kids with screen time? But, I mean, then here we are so exhausted. Right. We just want to get into bed. And then we end up scrolling through Twitter for like an hour for no No reason. Not me. Uh, See, that's That's, my problem. That's me too. Yeah. And so then I'm like, why am I even doing this? I'm not even really reading anything it's just I'm used to doing it as opposed to just like putting my phone down I will say that there are apps like um, that have 10 minute meditation things for you that Ah. I really and they're free where it's so it's such a great
0: thing to put on while
1: you're trying to coach yourself Uh, into going to to bed yeah 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 Mm -hmm.
0: oh that's pretty good it's helpful but yeah no that's 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 a point that I didn't even think to bring up it just kind of happened but yeah I never realized how strong and dangerous stresses. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You could be knocked out sleep and you're thinking about things that are stressful while you're asleep. Ugh. Like that's crazy. So you're
2: really not getting no. quality not. sleep anyway. Exactly. And you're waking up you, exhausted. Mm-hmm. And
0: it leads to issues, not just being tired, but also weight loss. You know, like your mood, all of that, like that all plays a part in how well of a good night's rest that you receive.
1: Or weight gain. A lot of times when I'm tired, I'm eating too much thinking it will help keep me awake. Right, Mm -hmm.
2: right, right. Or you you wind up drinking too much Uh, alcohol and that's Mm -hmm. putting calories on you. Yes.
0: Yes. So teaching yourself how to relax in those moments is definitely something that took time to learn. And I'm grateful that I learned it because I'm telling you, like when I get on that massage table, it is my two hours for the whole week where I'm totally, if not for any other moment, I know I'm totally zoned out for mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. and having that to release stress, it it so helps. And I mean, there's so many other ways that that you could de stress. Um, if you, you know, if you don't have it in your budget to get a massage, like maybe just put away ten dollars a week. You know, if it's not every month that you get a massage, then maybe every two or three months. Some some way, set aside something. And invest into yourself. Yeah. You know, that's what it really is. Yeah. And and if you are,
1: you know, a stay at home mom, I there are so many apps now where the massage therapist does come to your house and I've used them and they're amazing, Mm -hmm. too. So you don't even have to leave your house. Like you said, you have someone come over, you know, once a month for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, once a week. Once a week. <laughs> Man, I'm jealous. No, we,
2: we need it. Listen, she's yeah, comes come every me. Friday,
0: 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I have a block on my calendar. Good. So, yeah, when people are like, oh, can you meet me for lunch? for Nope. <laughs> oh, what do you have going on? Mind your business. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's you listening to your body, which is, you know, fulfilling what you need. Heck, yeah. Got
0: to prioritize and make that happen. And that just leads to even... Um, prioritizing in in marriage and relationship, which is not easy because Chris and I all the time will get on each other. You know, it's like, wait, we're making time for everything else, but not us. Mm -hmm. And we have to do better about it. And it's like, it goes in waves, you know, We'll, we'll be on it. Like, okay, it's at the forefront of my mind. I'm making sure I spend time with my husband. And then after a couple of weeks, you fade out again. And then it's like, here comes the next check, you know? And it's nice because we do, fluctuate we go back and forth with who is checking who Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's,
2: it's kind of like a seesaw you know if you think about it you know you have a partner on each end of the seesaw and at times you know the other person's high up with plenty of things to do and the other person's sitting there waiting and you have to like you know have to have a real conversation and balance things out yeah and work with them but you definitely have to have patience because at times things will get busy for me you know and, mm-hmm. and she is sitting back looking like okay I'm sitting here you know and it goes back and forth so you just gotta communicate and be patient with that.
0: Mm-hmm. That was actually a great analogy. I love it. Because yeah, if you really think about a seesaw, it's you're rarely balancing. you're rarely in the middle. That's right. You know, it's like for a second. Yes. <laughs> you know, while you're up in the air for a second, then the other person's up and then for a second, then the other person's down. That's right. So that if you look at life in that way, it kind of gives you a little bit of reassurance that you're not totally acting out of the norm. Because balance is always changing. Mm-hmm. It's always, like like you said, especially in a relationship. One person might be the one that's busy. And then next month, that person ain't got nothing to do. And now you're busy. You're like, rarely it's balanced crazy. off. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I always say is at least enjoy those seasons that everything is flowing nicely. You know, because it's like life always changes. And that's it's why you never need to gonna plan a same.
2: vacation like we're working mm-hmm. on now. You yes. have to plan that. And then once you go there... Things that's not really necessary to focus on, put it away. Yep. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Yep. Let, let's not go to the beach and check emails all day. Yeah. You know. So. Oh,
0: let me tell you. And for 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 some of the people that's listening, who are probably in their head, like I can't afford no vacation. I ain't got time for that. You can literally make a vacation a staycation. You can be at home. Yes. With, especially if you have kids, they think this type of stuff is so much fun because you're getting really artsy and creative. Like what me and Crystal do, we'll sit out on our back porch we'll get our little cocktails and we'll make kitty mocktails and they love it and we're sitting outside like we're on the beach somewhere in Aruba uh, in our mind yep, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but it's nice because the phones are put away we're playing whatever music we want to listen to and we're really enjoying each other's company in the moment
2: right. in the how, moment how many times have you seen people where they work the whole year and they have maybe 2 weeks of a, a vacation slot But then when the two weeks hit, they're busy trying to work on something else. So they never really relax.
0: Right. Right. Or they may not have the finances to do so. Mm -hmm. So it's like, look, if you can pack up and create a vacation, create an experience. A staycation. uh, Yeah. yeah. Or stay at home and just, like, make some fun cocktails and, like, get creative with your kids and, you know, build a little fort. My kids love building forts and they love boxes. (laughs) (laughs) We get a lot of boxes from Amazon. And that's
2: my point. Whether you're traveling or you're going to have the staycation, you need to basically de-stress, you know, yourself by not doing anything. Just relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. People are always trying to find something else to do to keep themselves busy and before you know it, they're overwhelmed. They're having a nervous breakdown somewhere. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. And I know, Monique, you have your ugly days where you oh, don't do yes. anything, which I feel like is so important to do. Mm-hmm. You know, our family will have pajama days. We're like, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what? I'm yes. not getting out of my pajamas today. Yes. And it
0: is glorious. I love it. I'm not brushing no teeth. I'm not washing no faces. <laughs> right? Look, we just gonna be crusty inside the house that <laughs> day. I don't even care. <laughs> and talking to each other with stank breath. <laughs> but those are like the best days. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. It don't cost a thing. Right. <laughs> you know, it's wonderful. Um, so, yeah, I, I know one thing that took me a long time to do is to ask for help. And that was a part of the reason why I was so busy and so all over the place, because I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't know what I could give to other people to do. And, and I'm so particular in what things done the way I like them done that I didn't feel I could trust anybody else to do it for me. So just learning how to, you know, ask for help when you need it in the areas that you feel most comfortable, Mm. you know. So like with my kids, I'm very particular about who watches my kids. I don't leave them with just anybody. So if I have my kids with me, I might hire somebody so they can just run errands for me. Or just like, can you go to the grocery store? Can you take these returns back? Because I hate shopping. I like to order things online. So can you drop this off at UPS for me? I am one of those people. I could be in the house for two weeks and it would not phase me. I hate shopping. I don't like grocery shopping. I don't like shopping in malls. Like I, it just, it's, it's like a waste of time for me because I don't feel like spending that time to walk through. And right. I'm like, what? I could be at home with my kids and, and we could be playing around and doing whatever. So for me, that was one area that I said, okay, I can delegate that. So if I hire somebody to help me, it's not always to watch my kids. It's, So that I can be with my kids and they can do some of the things that I can entrust someone else to do for me. Mm -hmm. So just figuring out what areas can you delegate to other people? And then um, if, if you need someone to do certain things for you and you can't afford to hire help, well, maybe you have a friend or a neighbor where you can swap off things. Maybe you can set a schedule where it's like, okay, on Fridays, my next door neighbor always goes to the market. So can I give you money so that you can pick up this for me? And the next week I'll go here and do that for you. Maybe you can swap off with people that are close around you. And I know for us, we don't have any family that live in the area. So. We always have to hire people to do things like we don't have a mom or a dad or or grandpa or grandma that we can just call on and they can come over and help us with the kids or watch them for a moment. We don't have that luxury. So shout out to those who do, you know, because it's a wonderful thing. I grew up at my great grandmother's house all the time. Me too. Me and all my cousins, Mm -hmm. you know. So that was like modern day nanny, you know. So it's like um, not that I see anything wrong with having a nanny. I think it's a wonderful thing if you find the right person. But it kind of it replaces that whole great-grandmom aspect, you know, yeah. from what we experienced growing up. So, yeah. So don't be afraid to um, ask for help. If you have a trusted friend, you know, always make sure that you feel comfortable with the situation. You can coordinate break time with that friend. If they have kids, maybe that friend takes the kids, takes them down the street to the park and hangs out for a little bit while you're taking a nap. And, and actually take a nap. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like, don't be on your phone looking up Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook <laughs> making comments. Actually put your phone down or maybe tell them, you know what, put my phone on vibrate, sit it over there. and yeah, take so my <laughs> phone from me, please. <laughs> right. So that I can actually do what I said I wanted to do, which is get a nap. <laughs> but, yeah, it's nice if you can have someone that you trust that you can swap off with. Um, that always helps. I actually was just talking to someone on um Instagram. She sent me a DM and we were talking about our kids and, and being uh, that she is a stay at home mom. I believe she said she was a single mom as well. And I asked her, I said, well, what do you do when you need someone to watch your kids? Like, how do you handle that as a single mom? And she said, you know what, if my kid can't go, I don't go. Right. And she said, because my my child is at an age where he or she is too young to uh, for me to feel comfortable leaving the baby or the child with someone else. So she said, as soon as my baby can get up and and old enough and can talk and tell me what's going on, then I'll feel better about leaving my baby with someone else. That's a great point. Yeah, that is. Yeah, so just for like the single moms out there or the stay-at-home moms, you know, um, I think getting the kids out the house is a great thing. So if you can actually get the kid out the house and, and the kid is welcome to come wherever you are, great. If you feel most comfortable saying, you know what, if my baby can't go, I can't go, that's fine too. That's your priority. So whatever, whatever you prioritize and however you want to handle it is is totally up to you. But I do like um, having the whole swap your kids type of deal. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think that'll, that'll work for a lot of people. For me, um, as long as it's a person who I I know, I know what their parenting style is. Um, I know who's in and out of their house for the most part. And, uh, and it's someone I trust and I feel more comfortable with that. But for me, I am one of those moms where it's like if my kid can't go, uh, I'm not going. <laughs> well, right.
1: And honestly, you know, looking at that when you're in it and you're like oh my gosh I can't go anywhere because my kid can't go anywhere I feel like so often we we make every situation like that's how it's going to be forever right. so what's helped me with balancing is is telling myself at this time right. yes. like you know my son isn't really sleeping great at this time you know mm-hmm. life is busy at this time my house is a mess at this time things like that so then you know there is an end in sight and it will get better you'll get yes. through it yeah.
2: eventually.
0: Yeah, that's an amazing way to look at it. So as we come to a close, just thinking about different tips based off of the conversation that we had today, Um, you know, coaching yourself. I like what Chris said. He said you need to coach yourself and make sure that you can coach yourself into a point where you can relax in those different moments. Teaching yourself how to actually be stress free. Um, Practicing patience while you're going through the moment, whether it's you or your spouse who's going through it. Try to be patient with them for a little bit. Definitely talk to them and voice mm-hmm. your opinion, but while they're in that process of making the changes that are necessary, you have to have patience. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And one thing to always keep in mind is that one thing about life is that things never stay the same. Changes It's it's going to happen. Yeah, it's like what Alex
2: said, you know, great point. You know, it's it's only for right now. Eventually, we're going to get through it. Yes.
0: Yes. And then just remember, too, sometimes when you're trying to get to that point where you're trying to rebalance your life and put things in check, it does take more effort in the beginning. But the payoff is easy. So making sure you're organized, uh, making sure you don't overcommit, prioritizing what's important to you. Whether whatever that is, maybe your mom who says, you know what, I just had these babies for my husband, so you keep them.
2: <laughs> whatever
0: is important to you, that's not gonna work for us. No, that's not our situation. No, I know. I'm,
2: I'm joking. I'm but like, yeah. I'm gonna give them back to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yeah, turn the negatives into positive. Um, Schedules, schedule, schedule, schedule. Oh my goodness, I love a schedule. It helps me stay on track. Um, just having a schedule where even if it's just a schedule of bedtime routine so that your kid has something that they can depend on that they look forward to so that they don't make a big deal about going to sleep they Mm -hmm. get excited about it and then I always tell my kids you know sleep is good it's like recharging your iPad yeah
2: (laughs) you know it's gonna make your muscles big and strong so he gets excited about that yeah it's gonna
0: give you energy so you can play more tomorrow yes and then when they go to bed at the same time every night guess what you know exactly what time you have free time (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes Yes. so i i love it and you know just figuring out what is important to you i think is the true art of balancing it all comes down to priorities and then you take it from there and just realize in the beginning it's going to be tough it's like working out when you first start working out after it's been a long time your muscles are sore mentally getting back into the rhythm is tough but eventually you're going to be on that beach with that two piece like, hey,
2: <laughs> mm, pl- plenty of energy.
0: Yeah. yes, showing it off like, yes, yes, I have how many kids? And yes, look at this body. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love it. Um, I hope that this episode was good for um, the listeners out there, because that is what Not for Lazy Moms is all about. It's a never ending learning curve. Um, no one will ever be balanced 100 percent, 100 percent of the time. It's just not possible. As life changes, circumstances change, whether you're moving, whether your kid is starting school, whether you're empty nester, things are always going to change that will cause you to change your routine. And then you feel like you're starting over. But guess what? You've done it before and things panned out and then you were OK. Mm-hmm. So don't let it get so upside yourself. Don't let it get so uh, into your mind where you can't focus on the, the outcome down the road. You know,
1: My husband always says, don't write the story, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Just don't assume that it's going to be, oh, my gosh, the worst thing ever. Just right. see how it goes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Just know what your goal is at the end and um, do what you can. So, yeah. So um, anybody have any confessions?
1: Mm. I'll, I I have one, actually. Yeah. I, w- I would say that there was a period of time where I could I dreaded putting my son to bed? Like I dreaded it and made me feel so guilty because there were so many sweet moments in there where he'd tell me about his day and it was all, but I dreaded it just because I was so tired. And that's when I realized I was spreading myself too thin. So my confession is... At one time, I was dreading bedtime, but now I've learned to walk away from things. I've learned to say no. I've learned to prioritize. So it's definitely now I'm excited when I tuck him in and he tells me about his day.
0: Oh, I love that. That actually just made me think about something, too, that I used to go through um, very early on with with Christopher. Um, Being a new mom and trying to get everything done that I needed to get done. I used to I felt like I was just waiting on him to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I yes. felt like for waiting a while. for nap
1: time waiting for yes I yes. still go through that
0: now <laughs> <laughs> we all do I'm not gonna and lie you know, yeah. but you know what the sad thing was about it is that I wasn't enjoying my baby mm-hmm. I was just waiting for my baby to not be uh, added stress to my day and that was such a wrong way to look at that it is, yeah. And um. and I had to get to a point where I was like you know what no I don't have to Look forward to him going to sleep. I can't I can't interact with him when he sleeps. So I had to change my mindset and just say, you know what, while he's awake, let me make the most of it. Mm -hmm. And then I had to force myself to put aside the things that I thought were important that I needed to get done. And I said, you know what, if it doesn't get done right now, is that going to kill me? okay, no, so let me just let that sit there. Oh, you know that was hard for me, Chris. I already know. <laughs> I'm like, let me just let I'm, that I'm sit like, over there. I'm this
2: person talking over there? No, I'm <laughs> yeah, playing. Yeah, whatever. No, no, at that's one time, I'll... one time it was really bad with Monique. I yeah, mean, I was before frustrated. kids especially. Yeah, because she just wanted to get everything done and then she wanted to be the best at whatever she did and I'm sitting back like, oh my God. Yeah, like, like, that's just so chill terrible. Out. No, 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 <laughs> nothing wrong. No, but when you have other things that you need to focus on, it could be, it could be you know stressful for the both of you because i'm complaining and wanting attention and stuff like that the same way you complain back in the day when i was playing ball of coaching mm-hmm. and i i get it and i guess you get my side of you know of what i was going through at that particular time but now we figured out like all right this is more important at this mm-hmm. time you know yep. we need to date each other Instead of just, you know, trying to focus and take care of everything else.
0: Yeah, it's it's a struggle. It is. It's a constant struggle, especially for me with my uh, particular.
2: Folding uh, your towels. And,
0: <laughs> yes. And everything every, has to be in order. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's just who I am. So certain things about me are never going to change. That's just who I am. That's in, It's ingrained in me. But making adjustments to improve life for everybody is something that, it's always going to be a nonstop battle, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but you know, it's been good, but I, I've learned a lot since having my first child and now having the third, it's definitely uh changed who I am. And it helps me to realize that everything that I stress about is really not that serious. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm probably the most stress free I've ever been in my entire 35 years of being on this earth. Seriously. And, and, and three that's kids. Like three kids, <laughs> mm-hmm. honestly. Cause it's like, I just look at life so much differently. I'm like, I'm not that particular over the top. I do like my house to be in order and like things to be put away, but is it going to kill me if it's not? No. And I make sure there's a place for everything. So my kids have their little tubs and baskets and they know exactly where to put their things. And and it's easy. I don't have to look at toys all over the place.
2: Let me tell you what's crazy. Like early on, like I was, you know, wasn't nasty, but I kept a junkie house stuff laying around. Didn't Chris care. Was lazy as I'm, yeah. Aware. <laughs> take my jeans off, throw them on the floor, he would or whatever. He had a trail. Yeah, yeah, I would, and she Sox, would be jeans, going behind underwear. me, picking up this, picking up that, doing this and doing that. Now the role has flipped. She eats her food sometimes. She will just leave the plate there. and I'm just like, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen. No,
2: seriously, the toys are laid around. Now we have help to come in. You know, the young lady that helps us is great, and and the morning she'll come in and there's toys everywhere that night and i'm like i got to clean this up before i go to bed i got to run this dishwasher before i go to bed and i'm Monique like is carefree she's care. out she's if, going if to I'm, bed
0: if i'm if i'm paying somebody to do a job i need to leave something for them to do Yeah, <laughs> so i look at things
2: now so i, I need to check myself right now yeah
0: <laughs> you be doing too much i, I, I be i get on him now he used to get on me about making sure the kitchen was spotless I had to have all the dishes put away and done before I went to bed. This and I'm is like way before have we had about, kids.
2: Don't worry about those. Cuz like
0: some dishes are going to be in the morning. I'm like that's precisely my point. I don't <laughs> want to wake up to a dirty kitchen. I, that's how I am though. Right, so now it's him. I'll be in the living room waiting for him for like an hour. Like, I thought we were going to watch a movie. It was last (laughs)
2: night. He was like, what are you doing in there? What are you doing? And now he
0: be trying to lie. He be making up stuff. No, No, good boy, he in there trying to straighten up. I'm like, dude, (laughs) if you don't come in here and drink this glass of wine with me. I can't
2: help it. I don't know what, I guess Monique got into me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. you got into me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like that Seesaw. It's like you guys are not, you know. Up and down, up and down. I want to get (laughs)
2: back So we need to balance more time for that. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Y'all mess. But yeah.
0: But no, but that that is so funny. I just want to give a moment of silence to all of the people out there who realize that balance is something that comes and goes. You'll never 100% master it. And I think the true balance is coming to the terms where you realize that. Yes. Don't beat yourself mm-hmm. up or beat your partner up. Yes. So hopefully that helps someone. Give me your thoughts. Make sure you visit notforlazymoms.com. Make sure you subscribe. We have a monthly newsletter that goes out. If you have suggestions, we would love to hear them. Visit our social media outlets, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Not For Lazy Moms. And make sure you tell a friend to subscribe to the podcast. If you think a friend can hear this and learn something, maybe you husbands out there or wanting your wives to do something different and maybe you'll refer the podcast to her <laughs> <laughs> and then vice versa. It's been great as always. I think this was a great topic being that it is what truly defines Not For Lazy Moms. We want it all, we do it all. Until next week. Take care.